Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Well, happy Veterans Day, everybody. And uh, I have to say, first of all, our conversations about our uh, personal fitness journeys are uh, having ramifications. And uh, I got somebody that's really worried about me. One of my great buddies and uh, one of our contributing photographers at Skyline Sports, he is um, an ex-Navy guy from Anaconda, Montana. And he calls me up the other day and he's like, when you were eating a tuna sandwich when we were driving to Cheney the other week, I was really worried about you. And then I heard you're going to sushi and now you're doing hot yoga. He's oh. like, what is going on, man? He's like, are you okay? <laughs> Listen, I haven't been able to go to hot yoga all week because of my back. And I am jonesing I bet. like an addict. Uh, Chica doesn't know sports, ESPN radio. He's like, I only know you as the guy who goes to the town and country. Why are you going to oh. hot yoga? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, people change. He's like, I don't think this is a change for the better. You need to get yourself back in order. I think he needs to come <laughs> to hot house yoga and see what it's doing for our uh, mental clarity. Yeah, for And sure. our, um, I mean, just especially with this weather, just so glorious. Uh, the other confession I have to make to you, I can't believe I'm going to say this on the live. Oh, radio, wow. But, uh, I have to say it because I find it at the same time so compelling, so loathsome, and uh, just such uh, an unbelievably skewed sociological experiment. Have you seen this show on Netflix called Love is Blind? Of course. I just finished it last night. Okay, so I watched the whole third season. Okay. I did this with my girlfriend. First of all, what trash. <laughs> it's I, such trash. I just can't believe I how trash it. it is. Love it. But then I also was thinking, like, I could definitely be a love is blind analyst because I oh. straight nailed it from the very beginning. Like what? What did you? Spoiler I, alert. I, I knew that that I have nicknames for all the people. I don't okay. know their real names. I knew that Poindexter and Rich Girl were going to work out forever. Yeah. Because she could just put her thumb right on him and squish him. Yeah. I knew that uh, house par- party five house party guy with, oh, the, with the big afro. Artiste. Yeah, I knew he was going to be too hot for, too cool for school, oh, yeah. too hot for his, his, With his stupid del- cross earring, his delightful Nancy uh, g- gal. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, what about I, Nancy's mom and brother at the end? I thought that brother was going to kill <laughs> I homeboy. Too. I thought he was going to actually kill him. I know. Uh, anyways, we don't need to spoil the whole show, but, um, the premise, if you haven't been following along is that people meet each other on the other side of a, a blank pod, a pod yeah, and they don't see each other. They go on blind dates and talk it out, and the whole premise is that you're supposed to fall in love with somebody for their personality, and then you meet them. The show is just so inherently flawed for several different reasons. First of all, whatever you're going to say to somebody that's sitting on the other side of the pod is what you want them to believe about you. True. It's not your actual self. Right. Most, I could be in a pod saying I'm 25. And most people aren't self-aware enough to actually advertise their whole selves. They'll only advertise the best parts of themselves, right? right? It's also hilarious. Like there was one couple that really connected on being so religious and praying. Oh, yeah. And then they meet each other and they just 
jump right into Bone it. Bone down five times in one night. <laughs> it's the first, very first day they meet each other. It's like really religious people here. And then he was so mean to her. And then I also thought it was just so funny how these people were like, oh my God, I've never met somebody like this in my whole life. I didn't, I've ne- no one's ever known me better. I am best friends with this person. I'm like, you have known this person for two weeks. Right. Get a grip. Right. Takes. I mean, you know this. You've been married for a long time, yeah. right? It ta- yeah. I mean, you probably still don't even know everything about your partner. I mean, it takes forever. It does. You're never going to know everything about anybody. That- right. Plus, you there's little, um, you know, there's little things, quirks that you have that don't come out. I mean, even now, or even as you age, like I have sure. different things that. Oh, you become you know, a different person yeah. all the time for yeah. sure. Uh, the last point on this, I don't want to waste more time on this, but the last point on this is the premise of love being blind, but then every single person that walks out is really good looking is right. really dumb. You right. Know? Like you need some just like ass ugly people. In exactly. There. Agreed. <laughs> that would really, make it even better. To really test them, you know? Yeah. Or not or, even ugly, just like give like, me something that's not, I mean, every single one of those girls was like gorgeous, 10, like so. Well, not according to Cole. I mean, gosh, that, that's the other one. That guy I wanted to strangle. I'm like, he's sitting here telling this other girl that she's way hotter than his girl. It's like, bro, you got the hottest girl. What are you talking about? Gorgeous. The, the, your girl is the best looking one on this whole show. Right. It was bizarre. <laughs> it was so he was, bizarre. And he was. Anyways, anyway. we wasted too much time on Love Maybe is Blind. Maybe we should I will never a... talk about it again. I just had to admit that. I, I will say this. It was compelling. I watched the whole thing. I hated every second of it. I will never watch it again. But it is in premise, a fascinating premise. I would like you to move on to um, the next show, which is, oh gosh, I already forgot it. It's the one about, it's like a spinoff, not of these people, but people go in with their, their spouse, not their spouse, the person they've been dating for however many years, and they're debating on getting married. Oh, then they swap. And, well, they don't swap. They just... They go live with somebody else. Well, no, they all go and they kind of intermingle and decide if they want to marry the person but they came they, with. But don't they live with another person? No. Well, they can. They might. Yes, yes, yes. They if they choose See, to. Okay, my yeah. girlfriend watched this one. I can't watch that. No. One. I'm in fear. I mean, she was like, "What if we did that?" I was like, "I would go to that person's house and kill them." Are you kidding me? I'm not. You know, let you go live with no, some other guy. No, absolutely not. But it's fun to watch. <laughs> like, you know, it's fun to watch that implode. Oh man, these people put themselves out there for our entertainment, and I think we should accept them and let well, them I think the entertain other thing us. Is you got to realize that half that stuff's just completely canned. I mean, it's, well, of course. But it's still just, this is what I like. So you read all this deep stuff and you get all like, oh, la, la, la. And I, my yoga is zoning out on this. (laughs) Also my hot yoga, but you know. It's trash. I feel so much dumber for have watched it. I just like to just zone out sometimes. I get it. I get it. I get it. it. That's why you're more zen than me. I get it. That's right. Because I just watch endless trash TV. (laughs) Chicken doesn't know sports. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MTF. Speaking of hot yoga, thanks to... The Hot House. I can't wait to hit some Hot House tomorrow. Going to need it after my uh, little hype strength class earlier today. Hype House has these new strength classes that are so challenging. So good. So thanks to uh, those fine folks as well. And also thanks to Buff City Soap for their continued uh, sponsorship. I was thinking about how much less sore I am, too. And I know so much of that is because of all the protein intake I got from Elevate Nutrition and, and Nutrition on Reserve. So if you want to figure out, find out how they can help you with your athletic performance, your fitness, your weight loss, any of that sort of stuff, go visit Elevate Nutrition on uh, Facebook. They have a great Facebook page, and you can engage there with them or just swing by Elevate Nutrition over there uh, off of Brook Street or Nutrition on Reserve right here by us at Missoula Broadcasting Company uh, at the Grant Creek Center. All right, you got a full list. You typed it out today. What do you got? I have more than just this, but the first one, I cannot wait to tell you. Have you heard about the Charlotte Hornets' new um, jerseys? No, what's their deal? 
So do you know the <laughs> airport code for Charlotte? Uh, no. C-H-A? No. Okay. It's C-L-T. C-L-T. Okay. No idea why. And so now the Charlotte Hornets have C-L-T across their chest. Okay. Okay. You can just think about it. I have no idea. Okay. Well, a lot of people are giggling about it. And every time I fly into Charlotte, I giggle about it and take a picture of the airport code and send it to my friend. It kind of reminds me of back when I had um, the Gamecocks hat that just said Cox on it. And I would wear that proudly. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get there. Well, I then, don't even know if you're going to be able to say this on the show. So Then I feel bad for Candace if you can't <laughs> figure this out. <laughs> Oh, my God. Did you figure it out? I got it. <laughs> and then there are the hornets and the stingers. And, it's a whole uh, thing. Oh, my it's gosh. A whole We're thing. getting fired today again. You say that every time. Uh, well, yeah. listen. Maybe more people should listen, and then we would. Maybe <laughs> Maybe um, someone should have run this by someone else because I, I mean, I find it hilarious. Um, I'm not sure, you know, what their plan is, if they're going to keep this or not, but. I think they're probably going to keep it. Yeah. I, mean, I bet they're going to sell a lot of jerseys. Uh, maybe. Charlotte Hornets are one of the most interesting sports franchises to me because one of the most basketball crazy parts of the country is like North Carolina, that area. Yeah, right. But it's the one of the only places where college sports just not even is so far superior. It like completely drowns out pro sports. Interesting. Like everybody's a Duke and, Car- and North Carolina and North Carolina State and Wake right. Forest fan. Right. And like they may be kind of like the Hornets or whatever, but the Hornets have been like never relevant except for like in the very early iteration of their franchise in the mid 90s when they had like Alonzo Mourning and Bugsy, Muggsy Bogues. But like they've they've never been competitive. And it's it's so strange that that's the case. Well, they're going to be very popular now. At least their jersey is. For sure. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know how many people are actually going to track this and register it i don't know how many people um go online it's everywhere (laughs) oh my gosh all right okay check it out sports espn radio good friend carolyn join us here on your veterans day friday what else you got have you ever um pooped your pants on the air (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i knew it um (laughs) cbs sports radio commentator sean morash did yesterday he was laughing. How do we know that? He was laughing so hard he pooped his pants because he came back and announced to everybody that he pooped his pants. Wow! And then apparently showed some things to people. Wow! I on TV. Yeah, this guy's, on TV this guy's a what? Was well, a CBS Sports Radio, but it was videoed as okay. well. So, um, I would suggest not doing that. Like Saturday at the tailgate. Don't poop your pants. Yeah, no, I I, I will. Uh, I'll mitigate my best. Okay. I, I don't even know if I can tell the story on this show, but uh, oh, you know, is this a, is there a story? Too much oil at Who Hot don't do again. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got twenty seven minute segments around here, you know. Oh my god, we're gonna get. We need a new sponsor named Depends. <laughs> Uh, you know, you live and you learn. Okay. Well, We're all about honesty here. I'm just confessing all of these things. Love I know. Is blind. It's so much. It's this is a big much. day. It's a big day. All right. So um, Kyrie Irving's relationship with Nike is likely over. Due not to the, shocked. No, I'm not shocked. However, I don't know if you remember back in May or April or May, I brought it to everybody's attention that he was talking trash about the Kyrie seven or eight shoe and saying yeah, they were like junk it. and this and that. And I mean, 
he talked so much smack about Nike then. I'm shocked they kept him on. Yeah. Uh, f- well, he's obviously just going full sin, doesn't really care about public opinion anymore. I don't think he hasn't, ever has. Hasn't for a while, yeah. On Tuesday, we had a great conversation with Justin Angle, business angle, University of Montana business professor, and uh, he and I were talking about how like everything in the world is like cyclical or there's there's always a pendulum swing, right? Yeah. So I was asking him, we've reached this point where there's a platform for everything. Mm-hmm. And there is no black and white good and evil anymore, even though there might be a vast majority that think one way and a vast minority that thinks the other way. There still is a pretty substantial minority that thinks in every possible way, whether that's uh, you know, racism, violence, uh, you know, all sorts of things. There is a little bit of a support and a platform for all the things that most of us would consider to be bad. Right. So I was asking him, will this ever come full circle where these guys that are just totally going off the rails, they have big enough brands that there'll be some brands that t- attach themselves to these people and just go full set. Because they, because they want that p- good, all press is good press. Is that what you mean? Right. Like, yeah. Like what if they're these, like Kanye West and Kyrie Irving are in, in, in uh, hot water for uh, their anti-Semitic comments, or at least things that were implied as anti-Semitism, right? Mm-hmm. What happens if there's an anti-Semitic group out there that's a huge, that owns a company that wants them to endorse it? The problem... That, that, well, we're grasping for strategy, but you know what I'm saying. Well, the problem with that, I see where you're going with this, that the public will call, will boycott that brand, obviously, because... But it, like, what happens if there's a substantial amount of the public that supports that yeah i don't know i and mean then, then the boycott doesn't matter right we're already seeing this in politics i don't want to go down the rabbit hole right. too much but there is some please pretty deplorable people in politics that have tens of millions of people that that will vote for them and support them and go to their rallies and yeah no you're right you're right i don't know at what point is your fame enough to overcome all of it right that's true i mean i get scary it is scary yeah so Way to bring it down. <laughs> um, okay, so you already out of your off your cheat sheet. Yeah, I already covered the poop. <laughs> um, Chicken doesn't know sports. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Our good friend Carolyn here on Nuadas now. What else you got? So quarterback Matt Stafford. Yep. has um, entered the concussion protocol, whatever that means. Yeah. So basically they're keeping him for tests, this and that. His wife is very vocal on social media and she has her own podcast yep. uh, and she's been talking about this. And one of the things apparently they have um, an issue is, uh, an issue with is the turf, that the turf is so hard. Yeah. So people are saying, let's, I guess, change whatever they're playing football on. So, or what does that mean? I mean, what can uh, you do? Well, a lot, a lot of so many of the worst concussions come from guys not getting hit helmet to helmet, but getting hit and then getting thrown down and hitting their head on the the turf. And so, there is a legitimate argument there. I think that the argument to move away from speed turf would be to slow down the game, but that's never going to happen because that's one of the biggest entertainment values of it is how fast it is. You're telling me football's fast? Oh yeah. It's like four-hour games. No, but I mean like how fast the action is. <laughs> oh. Like how fast the guys can run. Football used to be played on grass. It was way slower. So is that what they would want to go back to grass? Is yeah. that what you're thinking? Okay. I was confused. Like if you watch old know. football, like this, this 
one guy coming completely 20-yard run and just smearing another guy. That was so rare mm-hmm. because it was all way more contained and you were playing on grass and like it was way more roll rugby-style tackles. Yeah. There's a lot of arguments, too, that you get rid of the helmet and you'd have a lot less concussions because guys use helmets as weapons. Right. I mean, you wouldn't run headfirst into another guy if you weren't wearing a helmet. I don't but think not do- wearing a helmet is the answer. Yeah, but I just, you know, you wouldn't spear people like they do now. Well, we had talked about going back to the leather helmets the old school because then you're still protecting your head Mm -hmm. but you're not using it as a weapon yep just a thought well you know unfortunately we're never going to go backward so well we are clearly yeah but like we're always going to keep going forward in terms of violence and technology and immorality right wow okay so (laughs) Quick, we haven't brought up Tom Brady, so I just thought I'd mention that Giselle mm. bought the mansion across the um, channel from Tom in Miami. Okay. Just letting you know. That's it. That's all I got. She's like, we don't need to split our money. I'm just going to buy my it's own It's great. House. They can just take a little dinghy back and forth and drop the kids off, and he can, I mean, great. Wow. He also, They also won their game, I guess, this week, and he acted all smug like he's a winner or something, even though he's been nothing but a loser this year. Well, they're four and five now. Uh, he dropped an f bomb in the post game press conference. He said that was effing awesome after they came back and won. Uh, th- yeah, they're just kind of a mess right now. I-, I think it's so funny that the NFL is having this massive marketing crisis because they have force fed the masses their precious, uh, pretty boy, self loving. 20-year quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and now these guys all suck. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's just hilarious to me that Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson all fell off the map in the same year. Yeah. Because if just one of them would have maintained, then they could just go with that guy. And right. then, you know, then you'd have, oh, Tom How Brady's... How old is Russell Wilson? Not nearly as old. Okay. Russell Wilson is just also... They were arguing about this on ESPN Radio National earlier today, and they were trying to make it seem like he was in the same grade as those two guys, and he's not. No. He just played for a way better team and a way better coach so he had some success. He does have as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers. He's got one, just like A-Rodge does. But he also was doing it with the best defense in the last 20 years in the NFL. So I find the demise of Tom Brady predictable. He's 45 years old. Of course. I find the demise of Aaron Rodgers predictable. He didn't do sh- stuff during the offseason. Uh, and, you know, it was just tripping out in the jungle or whatever he was doing. Ayahuasca. Yeah. And uh, I find the demise of Russell Wilson glorious because Russell Wilson did nothing but complain in Seattle, did nothing but blame this and that and the other thing on the, uh, all of the circumstances that aren't him. Yeah. He he had too much too soon. First of all, he won a Super Bowl like right out the gates and then played in another one right after that. And then after that, and people gave him too much credit for winning that Super Bowl so then after that, he was saying, well, here's all the things that are wrong with the deal. Well, the number one thing that was wrong with the deal is that he took all the money and they couldn't resign all their sweet defensive players. And then they just were kind of stuck in, in third gear. And uh, I just find it's, it's such a reminder of how isolated Seattle is. We think of Seattle as this giant media market. and We're like in right. the media market of Seattle. And like, you know, we were the affiliates of the Seattle Seahawks and Seahawks Twitter like leaks into Western Montana Twitter. And yeah. so you get all these uh, pieces of news. And commentary, whatever. But most people in the country don't pay attention to what's going on in Seattle. So you can be a little insular if you're an athlete there. Well, now that Russell Wilson moved out of Seattle and into Denver, and now he's on national TV all the time, 
people are just realizing this guy is just a giant tool. And I think it's great. I think it's great that everybody hates Russell Wilson. I know, because you really hate him. I really don't like Russell Wilson. I I had some people that tune in um, on the podcast, and they were shook at your take on Russell Wilson. (laughs) And, and, And one is a huge Broncos fan, and she was like, Loved it. Like, just thought it was great. But here's the thing all of what Russell Wilson wants you to believe he is, Mr. Perfect, Mr. whatever he calls it, I can't remember, Mr. Unlimited. Oh, wow. Get out of here, man. Like, they played a game in London earlier this year. They got their butts kicked. He did a press conference afterwards. He's like, oh, yeah, eight hour flight home. I worked out for six hours while my teammates were sleeping. It's like, dude, shut your mouth. What a dork. Come on, dude. Like, and maybe first of all, you didn't. And second of all, even if you did, no one cares. Also, if you did, that's stupid because you need to rest. <laughs> Although, that's why you're <laughs> sucking so bad he on did the this field. this whole podcast where he's like, I, I work 364 and a half days a year. I only take the afternoon of Christmas Day off. It's like, dude, stop. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. That's what we call a martyr. Exactly. Yes. Uh, talk about, yeah, I... I I can't wait till Russell Wilson goes and plays for the Las Vegas Raiders so that Sierra can have a residency in, oh, right. in Vegas. And then just he just falls apart yeah. in the brightest lights of Vegas. It's just going to be glorious. You think he's just going to be on like the strip handing out those pamphlets? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I hate to wish bad things upon anybody, but. Except Russell Wilson. You know, after he like had his, he made this whole, his first vitriol came because he made this whole to do about how he'd been with the same girl all through high school and college. And she was his girlfriend on draft day. And they had this funny video and he got drafted of them hugging and she was so excited and they're kissing and. Then he like played that up for a couple of years, and then he straight dogged her, and then went then cheated on her with Sierra, and then married Sierra, and, and then claimed to be a virgin or something. No, it's just because like, then gag me with yeah. a spoon. Because they had a whole, their whole thing was like, we're not going to have sex till we're married, and she already had a kid. So clearly, <laughs> <laughs> that ship had sailed. Oh man! But that was like their whole thing. I don't know. Well, I hope Russell Wilson is never good again, and I hope everybody finally starts to believe me that he was never really good in the first place. He's fine. He's fine. But he's just... There's no way that that guy could win over a locker room of grown men that are professional football players. None. No dude that's like playing defense in the NFL likes that kind of guy. There's just no chance. Well, no wonder he was working out on the plane. No one wanted to talk to him. Because like even as big of a tool as Tom Brady can be, he can be cool. And even if as big a tool as Aaron Rodgers can be, he is really smart. Russell Wilson's just like this disingenuous faker. You get a sip of champagne in Tom Brady, and he is the life of the party. Man, I wonder how much Gronk is loving not playing football right now. I'm sure he is loving He's it. He's got to be loving it. Yeah. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio. Chicken doesn't know sports. What else you got? How much time do we have? I don't know. As much as you want. Okay, well, then I'm going to... A couple more minutes, All right, then I'm going to start my new series called Angel (laughs) and Devil in Sports. Now, last week we talked about pumping up the good guys, right? Sure. And you brought up Drew Holiday. This made it all the way back to Milwaukee. It did? It did. Okay. Yeah. Well... um, Drew even knows about us talking about it. Well, I tagged him on Insta. Wow. Um, So he... I I have to tell you, my friend Drew, who lives here in Missoula, texted me last week and said, I'm going to change my name to J-R-U-E. Let's go. Anyway, so... Andrew, our lovely producer here, texted me during our segment saying, I can't believe you didn't even cover the most important part about Drew Holiday, mm. which is that when his wife was pregnant with their first child, she they found a brain tumor. Mm. And 
he was able, they were able to get the tumor out and, and everything was fine. But he... Um, His wife is also a famous soccer yes, player. Yes, she is a famous soccer player. And they've been married for quite a while now. And he said, my family comes before basketball. Someone named Tom Brady could take a hint on that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm blessed to play this game and be in the position I am. But my wife is the most important thing in the world to me. Oh, she becomes she comes before anything else. That is what I'm talking about, people. Yeah, they're great. Love I, it. They seem like great people. Um, so I just thought that was really important to tell. He's you. You mentioned all the things he's done in basketball, but mm-hmm, like I mm-hmm. think that just shows you what a class act he is. So now for the devil. Okay, can't wait. Who's the devil this week? <laughs> the angels and the. Now devils. it doesn't. This doesn't. These don't have to be current athletes like that are playing right now in, the, in this in this new segment. It could be a devil from the past. Sure. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> you say it with such. Is that the right name? Inquisition. KG. Uh, yes, KG Kevin Garnett, one of the greatest basketball players ever. Well, he has a mouth on him. Certainly, that's why he's so famous. He told, he's the most intense player of the modern generation. I love Kevin Garnett. He told um, Tim Duncan. Yeah, you don't know who that is either, do you? No, that is just amazing. He told Tim Duncan while they were playing basketball. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> I love it. Tim Duncan's like the one of the most famous athletes of our of our lifetimes. Okay, it's crazy. Okay, keep going. He said, "Happy Mother's Day." MF to Tim Duncan. His mother had just passed away. Whoa. When was this? When they were playing? Night. Uh, oh, she didn't just pass away. I'm sorry. This was in 1999. His mom passed away in 90, but still rude. So rude. He also made big baby cry or someone cry. He called someone a big baby. He on the, on the court. Sure. Maybe. He made it. He, um, uh, Noah, What's his name? Joe Kim Noah. Who? Joe Kim Noah. Maybe. Maybe. He said. You don't know how that is. He said he walked up to Kevin Garnett, KG, and said, I had your poster on my wall. I looked up to you. And you know what he said back to Noah? What did he say? F you, Noah. (laughs) So he is my. I'm um, not surprised by this. The devil of this week because (sighs) that just sounds mean. Well, Kevin Garnett is very mean. That's why he's so awesome. But. No filter, was that, baby. Was that like a a thing, a show he was putting on, or is he really that mean? I think Kevin Garnett had to be like that because Kevin Garnett was a prodigy before prodigies became a thing. Kevin Garnett was okay. the first player to come out of high school. Oh, uh, before Kobe Bryant, before LeBron James, and he was put on a crazy platform. He's from the inner city of Chicago, and uh, you, remember, you know Farragut High School. No. You're a Chicagoan. Yeah, I'm from the suburbs. Uh he he was he was like it. He was like famous, famous when he was like fifteen. And this okay. is in the early nineties. And then he was the number one pick by the Timberwolves. That was when they were just becoming a franchise. Uh-huh. And then he his nickname was the big ticket because he he was the one selling out this wow. cold weather place. And then he did the unlikely thing where he signed a fat contract with the Timberwolves to stay instead of going to a big market. He was the first $100 million player in NBA history. And uh, he won an MVP in Minnesota, but he could never quite get him over the top. And he had his his crazy divorce with Stephon Marbury, who was his point guard. And uh, 
Then he got traded to the Celtics, and then he won a championship in Boston and became a cult hero there. He is the kind of person that I would have loved to have mic'd up so you could, like, actually hear. You know, I love when you can hear them on the yeah. field. Um, but I don't like how mean he was. Like, He's I understand infamous, some smack talking. smack talker. He is. But that, some of that's just really mean-spirited. For sure. So, Angel, Drew Holiday, Devil, KG. Yeah, for sure. Tune in next week for whoever I pick. If you have any ideas, you know, let us know. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here on Nuanas Now, presented by Buff City Soap. I feel all uh, moisturized. Do you? My, uh, shower from oil. your shower oil? Yeah, the Kraken shower oil smells very so nice. So good. Um, there's going to be so many special deals at Buff City Soap. They're doing a lot of giveaways. Go to their Instagram, Buff City Soap Missoula. Um, they have all sorts of fun stuff, but most importantly, they have the most delicious smelling plant-based soaps, oils, uh, lotions, bath bombs, and they'll put together a gift basket for you. So you don't even have to think about it. Say, I have 50 bucks and they will create something awesome for you. Big moves on our part in our house. We got a new dryer on Tuesday. Oh, congrats. So that means I can start doing laundry at my house again. So I got a whole bunch of sample packs from Buff City Soap that I can't wait to use. Oh, good. So thanks to Buff City Soap for their continued sponsorship of the Chicka Does No Sports. One other thing. Yeah. Yellowstone premieres this uh, Sunday. How many scenes are you going to get? I'm in one. Over under 29 seconds of airtime for Carolyn this year. I will be under 29 seconds. Mm. But I'm in the... You can see me in the trailer. Woo! So, Famous. I mean, it's I'm getting there. I'm yeah, getting there, guys. Yeah, yeah. But tune in. It's going to be a good season. Hilarious. I know things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know anything. But No spoiler alerts. And follow me on Insta. I need to get the Insta fame. Yeah, At do. Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports on Instagram. We'll be back at it uh, with Carolyn next Friday. We'll be back at it right here, right after this. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Radio. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back. No one is now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Congratulations to all of our Grizz hockey ticket winners, and uh, particularly the ones that won four packs of tickets. Courtesy of Katie O'Keefe's. Pretty good prize, man. Four hockey tickets and a pitcher of beer at Katie's, and it's right across the way. So basically, you can go find your parking spot, have some beer. And walk out over the Glacier Ice Rink. Pretty good deal. If you uh, can't make it down to the game, be sure to tune in to ESPN Radio starting at 7.30 each of the next two evenings. Or you can head on over to Buffalo Wild Wings as well. Buffalo Wild Wings will always be streaming the Grizz Hockey Games on the ESPN uh, MT app. So they're just right across the street from us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company on Radio Way. So if you want to... uh, Go watch a Grizz hockey game. Enjoy some beer and some wings. Head on over to Buffalo Wild Wings tonight, tomorrow, and uh, any other time the Grizz have a home game. You can always find the Grizz hockey schedule at grizzhockey.com. 
all sorts of intriguing games from across uh, the state of Montana and the football uh, stratosphere here this upcoming weekend. And I, I got to say, I, you know, I, I've, I've gotten to know Coach Dade all over at Missoula Sentinel well. Uh, it's been very fun just to wrap it into my routine to go see him. You know, I only ever spend 10 or 15 minutes with him each week, but I do appreciate the time as always. And uh, he's such a fun guy to talk football with. He's so uh, engaged in this in this community. He, he does it so much for the kids. And he's a hell of a coach. And I think that Sentinel this year, having to shoulder the weight of expectations, getting crushed by those weight of expectations for a brief moment in time, and then rallying from that and surging into the semifinals, very impressive. And I think Coach Oliver and his staff deserve a whole bunch of credit. So let's dive into our Garden City Spotlight. Presented by First National Pond, from musical instruments to hunting and camping supplies, even snowblowers, you never know what you might find at First National Pond for a great price. Also, Liberty Safes, they have the highest quality and reliability out there. There's nothing like owning a Liberty Safe. You can visit the Liberty Safe showroom at First National Pond on Reserve Street and in East Missoula. So uh, please do so and appreciate those sponsors for bringing us the uh, Garden City Spotlight. It's snowy, it's cold, it's football weather, and uh, now we're in the final four of the Class AA and all high school playoffs on the football side around the state of Montana. And uh, what do you know? It was a little sentinel into the final four again down here with Dana Oliver, head coach of the Spartans. And uh, it's never as easy as it seems, Coach, but fourth time in a row in the semifinals. So that's kind of been the standard of this program, but uh, tough way to get there with a 14-7 win over Billings West. But you must be happy to be back in the final four. Yeah, I think... We always tell the kids stay stay together as long as you can. These these memories they don't they, high school kids they don't think very far ahead. But to to be where we're at with the group of kids we got, uh, just super pleased and most pleased about how we played in Billings. I thought for the first time we we played team football, and so I think that's always been our coaching staff's goals to get kids to be unselfish and put the team ahead of themselves. And uh, this the style on how we had to win it exemplified that that. Uh, that value of putting the team first. Two-time defending state champs comes with a lot of pressure. A 25-game winning streak comes with a lot of pressure. Uh, and then the, the winning streak ended, but you guys have really adjusted since then. And now it seems like you're playing really good football and maybe a little bit different style of football as well. So have you seen this team grow and change over the last several weeks? Well, it's funny how you just look at the off- offensive perspective to start. You know, you get to this snowy weather and you got to be able to run the ball. And yeah. so, um, you know, we got the ball back was seven minutes in the fourth quarter and we bled it out and so that takes and we did it a lot of different ways with i think three different quarterbacks um so that just takes sacrifice from riley allen running off the field and staying on the sideline and watching jj and adam jones do their thing so uh, and then the old line obviously by nature is unselfish and but it takes white house blocking and we had to execute a play with uh, to, to kill the clock and tell the quarterback to run backwards and kill seven, seven seconds and the whiteouts were blocking their their tails off on that play. So, and then defensively, we maybe have simplified a little bit and got it to a point where they're able to think less and they see a lot of different packages. And uh, I think in the beginning of the year, we were trying to run what we ran defensively last year, and we just don't have the, the same personnel. And so I'm super proud of the, the defensive coaching staff making adjustments. So it's coming together. Uh, excited to be on the road again and playing the semis and a new environment. It's a new experience being on the road. We've been home the past few years, and so uh, Capital's a great team. Seven points allowed in modern day football of any level is, is an impressive effort what went well last week defensively what'd you like about coach Matt's plan 
Well, they, they, they limited the big plays, and so Tyler Christensen, uh, you know, that quarterback can throw it a country mile, and so he was able to cover a long time. And um, what I, I saw what we call we fence, which is offense and defense and special teams complementing each other, uh, that I think each team got the ball six or seven times only the whole game. So that not very many possessions. And so, you know, the message at halftime is, you know, I watch Final Four basketball and how those last possessions matter. And this is a this is a possession-based game. So just hold on to the ball, and uh, when the defense is out there, get it back to the offense. And so they got some big three and outs when we were kind of struggling in the second half, and they got they got a big goal line stand. Uh, the end of the the end of the game was seven minutes left, and we held the ball and ran it out and got out of there. So get in, get out, get home. Dana Oliver and Missoula Sentinel joining us. They're coming off a 14-7 win over Billings West. Fifth in a row over one team in, le- in two and uh, in plus years. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. And uh, so what are you thought of your battles with Billings West? Because it's always a close game. You guys have always come out on top these last several years. Yeah, I talked to Coach Dan before. I'm, I'm sympathetic For to sure. that. I, I, you know, you bet, uh, I think nobody remembers Billings West beat us six times in a row totally. uh, before we started this run. And so I've been on the other side. Uh and it's not fun. You and you start thinking, oh, can we ever can we ever beat that team? And so we knew if we could get out a lead in front, that would start to creep into their mind. Uh, but you know, they're a great program. They they gonna have they have some young talent, and you know, it will end one day. Uh, I recognize that. But uh, right now, we just enjoy enjoy the wins when we get them. Well, now you're into the semifinals, and you're going on the road to play the top seed in the bracket in Helena Capital, and uh, they found a whole bunch of ways to win this year. Um, what do you think of this matchup with the Bruins? Because they have a ton of talent, and they also have a really tough-minded team. You know, you got 30 seniors, and they've been through the ringer, and they're well-coached, and, you know, they put it on us. They out-coached us. Uh, they outplayed us the last time we played them. So there's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of pride in the players and the coaching staff to, to put a product on the field. And then you add in the, the elements of, a late season grass field. You don't. We have not been through that, so that's what I talk about. Just it's always a new experience, a new opportunity for growth, a new opportunity to learn how to win a game uh, when that style of football is going to be present. And so, um, I know it, we we know it's going to be a battle, and uh, they've got tremendous players, and you got to limit obviously their speed. And um, you know it's it's going to be a heck of a game. They have such good talent on the lines, and uh, it's also been just part of Capitals' tradition forever. So what do you think of that element of this matchup? Well, I start with their, their offense and defensive line coaches. You know, you got Coach Hoagie running the O-line. He's got a lot of experience. And so I thought last time we played them, they did some schematic things that were at higher level and super impressed by and compliments to them. But then you add in really great players, and it's tough. And what they do is... You know, uh, on their D line is when you strike them at the offensive line position, they shed you pretty well. And that's just because they're big, strong dudes. So, and there's a reason they have full rides offers uh, at the next level. So it's tough. And we got to do some things that maybe get some combo blocks on them. So it's two guys on one of their studs. And hopefully that can give us an advantage. But in the end, it comes down to taking care of the football and these elements and uh, maybe shorten the game up and, and get out of there again. Going on the road one more time. So what do you think are the keys of this matchup and the keys of this road trip for you guys? Well, I just mentioned ball security is huge and, you know, winning that turnover battle. And then to me, it always comes down to in the big moments, everybody thinks the plays, the, you know, uh, schematics. And uh, to me, it's just who's going to be technically sound and blocking and tackling. When you try to tackle uh, their two good running backs and, and you don't get a good wrap or clamp on their running back and they break it, when you have a guy right there, that's that's not winning football. So, Goes back to that fundamental in the big moments, blocking, tackling, ball security. Dave Oliver, Missoula Sentinel, they're at Helena Capitals, a bid for the state championship on the line. Coach, thanks for being here, man. You bet. Thanks for having me.
Should be a fun one tonight in the capital city. What's going on the rest of the week? Well, we only got five minutes left in the rest of the week. We'll be right back. Keep right here. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Hope you're having a great week. Can't believe it's this time of year. Uh, By the next time we see you again, we will be charging hard toward the 121st rendition of the fiercest rivalry in the West, Montana, Montana State, on the gridiron. We'll also have state volleyball champions. We'll also have state finalists for high school football. Amazing. Time flies when you're having fun. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. You missed anything in the show? Heard from Aaron Best, Eastern Washington head football coach. We also talked our way around the high school volleyball all-class tournament and the uh, high school football playoffs. We also heard from... Uh, a member of the or the uh, Seattle, excuse me, cracking our new affiliated affiliated NHL squad, and uh, we also heard from Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, and we talked with Dane Oliver, the head coach of the Missoula Sentinel football team. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. We'll be back at it on Monday, a special rivalry edition of the Montana Football Hour and the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Should be really, really fun. I'm heading down to the rivalry game for volleyball uh, this evening. So we'll have some interviews out of that as well. So looking forward to the stretch run here. We appreciate you for hanging out with us. And uh, come hang out with us tomorrow, our last ESPN College game day. Eastern Washington in town will be on the air from 11 until 1230 tomorrow. Broadcasting live from their Chamber of Commerce parking lot adjacent to the walking bridge there next to the University of Montana campus. Come hang out with us tomorrow. We'll see you then. If not, we'll see you back here 4 p.m. on Monday for the Montana Football Hour. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 MontanaAdvocates.com.